0: I know a true story. There used to be this camp about 60 miles from here, Camp Arawak. All these kids started getting killed. A bunch of little kids were hatcheted to death, and a girl got stabbed while taking a shower. One of the cooks got boiled in some water. The owner of the camp, he got it in his neck with an arrow. Jesus. About 30 people were killed, and the camp had to be closed down. The end.
1: Now playing listeners, this is Arnie, and you wanna go camping? Thanks to coronavirus and social distancing, I don't think too many camps are open, but Stuart Brock and I are going to Sleepaway Camp. That's right, because A Quiet Place has moved its release date, and we really don't know when that's gonna come out, we asked our patrons and our supporters, what do you want us to do instead of A Quiet Place? and they picked Sleepaway Camp. So instead of two episodes of A Quiet Place and one episode of Bird Box, instead of three bonus reviews, now you're gonna get five if you're a platinum level donor because there are five Sleepaway Camp movies, one through four and Return to Sleepaway Camp. Today, we went back into the woods and faced a very scary sight: an unfinished movie that eventually was cobbled together and released as Sleepaway Camp 4, The Survivor. Here's a clip from that review, and then I'll be back on the other side to talk to you about how you can hear the entire Sleepaway series. I think
0: the psychiatrist knows that she's really Angela, and he doesn't want to be near her at a camp because (laughs) she's going to get killed.
1: Yeah. But what doctor at the end of a psychological note puts, but who is Allison really?
0: Yeah. Right, and that kind of gives it away right there. If any doubt you had in your mind that, you know, that's where the plot was going to go. Of course, they don't flat out tell you, but that's okay.
2: And who is Allison? I looked up Carrie Chambers. Her biggest credit is a David Carradine martial arts movie named Karate Cop from 1991. <laughs> I looked at the wow. back of the video box. It looks like her shining moment is she's being groped from behind by a Ron Jeremy look-alike in a blonde mohawk. I'm like, okay, So, this is why they got you. They're not going for Pamela Springsteen funny. They're not going for the awkward kitty vibe of the first one. This feels softcore, and she's here to be objectified, and it's not surprising when it turns into a a rape scenario, because this does feel like it is positioned for softcore Skinamax.
1: Yeah, but normally softcore Skinamax doesn't have rape. Right. It's usually consensual and quote-unquote steamy. Rape is never steamy. Yeah, Rape feels
2: more like Last House on the Left, West Craven, which is also, again, with these color schemes, it's
0: got that vibe. But I didn't get the impression of softcore porn at all. What I got the impression of was... This was the setup for an actual porn movie. So like when like the woman's on the dock and talking in flashbacks and talking in a monotone, and then see the guy with the park ranger had a you know, the whole thing. I'm like, okay, this is like right out of a pornography movie. Yeah. (laughs) And it feels like a pornography movie. Not not even a soft porn pornography, like an actual like we have to get this for the quote unquote plot to get these people somewhere they can have sex.
1: Here I thought you were saying, Brock, no, this seems like such higher quality than softcore. No, you're like, this is just hardcore. Hardcore
0: (laughs) porn. (laughs) But without the porn part, it feels like the part you always want to fast forward.
1: We can all
2: agree that she does not sound like the survivor of a mass murder. Like when she's recalling all these things, no apprehension, no terror, no triggering in her voice. She might be heavily medicated, but it is like just a flat reading that, yeah, you would, someone going through the motions. Can I just throw a guess out there? The webmaster's sister? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they wouldn't have gotten Chambers back, right? They didn't hunt her down and say, it has to be you doing the line readings. But you could find someone that has inflection, right? You could find (laughs) someone that would, like, you know, turn... When it's a question, you let your voice go up at the end. I mean, like, you just, like... (laughs) The the flatness of the reading, it feels like the sabotage Harrison Ford did with with Blade Runner. I mean, like it's just like, oh, you want this to be like a bad brown arrow funny thing. You're trying to be Ricky from Silent Night, Deadly Night 2.
1: You know what? The opening credits here with the VHS look with the tracking off. After the opening scroll, you have the rest of the opening credits, right? And you've got some rocking music going. The webmaster knows now the guy who wrote Sleep Away for part three. He also wrote one of the songs for part two. Got him to write another song for this.
2: Yeah, I saw that was original and I think that's a good thing. I mean, again, music, if this is montage, give us all new music that you can. That would make it fun.
1: This opening where you've got the credits and the music with like panning shots of a lake and trees remind me of when I was... 12 and took some radio hits and put it over our vacation footage (laughs) yeah is, is
2: it any fun to go back and to look at all this stuff with your vacation footage or this movie Like, do other people enjoy that it always feels masturbatory it always feels like yeah the person putting it together is obsessive about what they're doing but are they thinking of an audience is he thinking that other sleepaway camp fans are going to want to see this I'll go ahead and say I wrote down a few times during most of this runtime of archival footage. There were a few things that I saw that I felt like were cleverly put together. When we see Angela in part two doing the sing along and then we see her near rape in part one in the back of the kitchen. I thought that actually like worked in a creepy way and it made the sing along ominous in a way that it hadn't been before. I thought, When Freddy got killed, mixed with Angela's Blue Nightmare. That was a little funny thing that we all hated that extended dream sequence. The fact that they put the Freddy thing contrasting to it. I see what you're doing there. There was little things that I thought showed an intelligence behind the editing choices.
1: I'll give you this. It does better than the most basic thing, which would be... I've brought this movie up before. It's a video. It's not even a movie called boogeymen which was oh yeah the best kills from the movies they could get the rights to like child's play 2 (laughs) yes i remember yes and the most basic fanboy editor would do that. They'd have a voiceover of, I remember when I was a little girl. Show us the kills from that one ending with the dick shot. And then, and then I came back and show us the kills from part two. A chronological gore fest would be the worst. Here, it's slightly better that yes, they are trying to think thematically. Yes. About the character of Angela and editing it in such a way that it ends up feeling more like an MTV music video because we're cutting to all these random things and you can try to think they're trying to say something and not just recap. There is one
2: point that I actually brought up, something that I think we probably should have discussed on the first show. When we get to that flashback where Angela's true Peter identity is revealed and we hear Martha talk about her husband and I don't know where he is now the editor made the choice to cut to Angela's dad in bed with another man. Yeah. Did you guys have that impression? Did you think that maybe Aunt Martha's need to feminize Peter was because her husband ran off with Peter's dad?
1: Our spring-summer 2020 donation drive is coming to an end. So if you'd like to hear the Sleepaway series reviews, as well as our gold level reviews of all the Tom Cruise movies of the 80s, where he was the star, plus Top Gun, and our silver level reviews of the Candyman series and Jordan Peele's Us, head to nowplayingpodcast.com forward slash donate. With a one time pledge of $35 or more, you get access to 20 bonus reviews. Most of them are out now. But if you pledge before this donation drive is up, you're also going to get reviews of the new Candyman movie and the new Top Gun film, Maverick, when those are released. We expected them to be released during the donation drive. Corona made that impossible. But if you donate now, you'll get those reviews whenever the movies are made available. Our donation drive ends August 18th, a little bit earlier than we'd initially announced because of the change of dates of films. So if you donate by then, 20 bonus reviews and know that every penny you donate goes to keeping Now Playing Podcast operating and improving the show every way we can. It's because of supporters we're able to do Totally Free Tuesday. And this Tuesday, we'll be back with a totally free review of Stephen King's The Langoliers, the ABC miniseries. We hope you'll join us for that. Thank you for listening to Now Playing from all of the hosts and behind-the-scenes staff here. Thank you for your support. we will be back soon. Great. Thanks a lot. That was fun. (laughs) Listen, you don't have AIDS or anything, do you? No. Great. See
0: ya. Your support helps keep Now Playing on the air. Well, I hope you come back next year. The opinions expressed on Now Playing are those of the individual hosts and may not reflect the opinion of Venganza Media Incorporated.
2: I think I better take you over to your family before your mouth gets in any more trouble.
0: Venganza Media Incorporated is not affiliated with, and this podcast has not been prepared, approved, or licensed by any entity that created the film analyzed herein. Keep your morals strong and you'll never go wrong. All movie clips and music included in this podcast are the intellectual property of the respective copyright holders. They are included here for the purpose of review and no infringement is intended.
2: Don't tell anyone, okay? If the wrong person found out, I could lose an election someday.
0: Now Playing Podcast is an exclusive trademark of and may not be used without the expressed written permission of Venganza Media Incorporated.
1: You never can be too careful.
0: Now playing is a vinganza Media Production Copyright 2020. And no part of this show may be reproduced, repurposed, or redistributed without the written permission of vinganza Media Incorporated. All rights reserved.
2: Hey, bunk 19, time to go. Say good
0: and move out.